Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, and they have 18 amazing flavors. Go to BuiltBar.com and try yours. Also use the promo code LOCKEDON and you will get $10 off your first order. Your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All righty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Trey Matthews. It is Tuesday, everybody. It is November 3rd, and guess what? It is election day. That's right. Later tonight, we're going to see the results of who's going to be president for the next four years of the United States of America between Donald J. Trump and Joe Biden. So, you know, I hope you casted your ballots. I hope you made your selections, and, you know, you can only hope for the best, but prepare for the worst because only one of those guys can win it and we'll see what will happen later tonight i've already casted my vote as you guys know i casted it about a couple weeks ago via mail because i'm living out of state right now so yeah i already casted my vote and i hope you guys uh go to the prudential center like i covered in a few episodes ago uh in go vote new jersey uh when, when i talked about the prudential center is open for voting and you know what I really hope people start to vote this year, okay? Your vote does matter. If it didn't matter, people wouldn't be fighting for the right to vote. Just so you know, I gave the example of women in the 1920s, the flappers just trying to vote, and also the civil rights movement trying to get African Americans to vote. So voting is very essential and it is your civilian duty to vote and exercise one of your freedom and rights. That's what uh, a democracy is in America. So yeah, go out and vote, and if people are giving you a hard time, by by all means, just try to give them a hard time and, you know, just push it. Keep fighting. You you will get your way. You will uh, win the battle. Trust me. It might be long. It might be treacherous. And I know it's unfair, but trust me, you will get your way with uh, resilience and hard work. So there we go. There's your motivation for the day. Now, please do not use the excuse saying, oh, I'm not registered to vote, so I can't vote this year. Maybe next time in the next uh, four years in a different election, I was procrastinating. I'm sorry. I don't know how to register things of that nature. No, 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 no. Do not give me that excuse. If you are not registered, to vote you can do it on election day in these following states so for any of my listeners in any of these states and you're not registered to vote uh here's a psa for you so you could do it in california colorado connecticut dc hawaii idaho illinois iowa maine maryland michigan minnesota montana nevada new hampshire rhode island utah vermont washington wisconsin wyoming there we go i said it in alphabetical order and uh yeah i have great breath control because i was able to list all those states very fast without taking a breath so that's how serious it is so if you are a procrastinator or if you're having trouble registering to vote or you don't know how to you can still uh, vote and register on the same day in those following states just rewind this episode or rewind that portion of the episode listen to it and uh yeah there you go so there you go i helped you out so if we could get more people to vote and just uh you know vote in the way you wanted to vote so Here we go. Uh, Happy Election Day, everybody. This comes once every four years. Well, you know, in, in terms of the presidential election. And, you know, with everything that's been going on, 
I can't be alone in this. I must say the presidential election kind of slipped my mind because, you know, with the whole pandemic and the whole stay at home order thing, you know, you, you just forget about things like that. Like during the summer, I wasn't even thinking about the presidential election. I wasn't even doing my research because it was like, uh, I, I'm sorry, but like I'm, I'm stuck at home. Uh, I, I'm faced with uncertainty, uh, you know, things of that nature. It's just like it's so confusing right now. So it's like, what do we do? So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh it's, it's definitely been a long 2020, and we are almost done because it is November 2nd, everybody. This is my first time uh, recording an episode in November because yesterday was Sunday or, uh, yeah, November the 1st, and I don't record my episodes on Sunday. Speaking of the scheduling, we are actually changing up the schedule just a bit. Now, instead of doing five days a week, we are going to be only doing three days a week for the time being. So, that's right, only three episodes uh, every week until further notice since we're in the off season right now so you know uh, nothing to really talk about because uh, you know the draft happened off season news has kind of slowed down obviously some things can happen and when something does happen we will discuss it and we will talk about it so uh speaking of the off season what's on the agenda for today well today we are going to break down an interview with tom fitzgerald because like i said i i've said this many 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 times i don't know what the new jersey devils are trying to build it's very confusing right now because you know, they uh, get Janssen from the Leafs, they get uh, Crawford uh, away from the Blackhawks, and also, uh, who am I forgetting? Oh yeah, Ryan Murray in, in that uh, huge shocking trade that can either go really well or really bad at this point. You know, we, we haven't spoken to the man who made this possible, and his name is Tom Fitzgerald. So yeah, we're, we're going to see like what Tom Fitzgerald's mentality was and what the Devils are trying to do. And you know, are we trying to get into the playoffs or are we just trying to, you know, just fill out our roster with uh, diamonds in the rough and maybe get more trade assets? I, I don't know what the case might be. Like I said, I don't know what the devils are trying to build but it's interesting to say the least i'm compelled i'll i'll be tuning in uh every day to watch so yeah that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode we're going to break down another interview because if you hadn't checked out uh the last episode i broke down kulikov's interview and by the way you guys are still no help how do you spell his name is it with a y is it with an i i'm seeing so many um different different ways of spelling it it's just confusing me at this point so yeah uh yeah we 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 did kulikov on the halloween episode and now we're gonna do tom fitzgerald for today and i must say you guys these energy bars have uh become my best friend because uh i've been so busy the last few days from uh doing play-by-play to uh helping out my hockey team with their uh hype video promotional stuff and also just doing my schoolwork. i'm just low on energy so i've been taking these uh built bars with me everywhere i go Go, just to give myself some energy because you know they are sweet and delicious and so uh let's continue with the interview wait 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 you don't know what a built bar is let me tell you something about built bar built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever the improved built bar is even more delicious 18 amazing flavors including nut and non-nut flavors six new flavors caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake apple almond crisp oh my gosh this is delicious i've already had a few when i go out to the gym and they are super healthy too you're probably thinking wait a minute these bars are covered in 100 chocolate soft and easy to chew uh, uh 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 sounds like an unhealthy snack that is not true as i stated built bars are healthy 
Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Built Bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet. And you, yes you, I'm going to make an offer that you can't refuse. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off at BuiltBar.com. There we go. I repeated it so that way you don't have to rewind it. Go to BuiltBar.com and get your Built Bars right now. All righty now, let's bring in Matt Loglin and Amanda Stein as they interview the man who put everything together, Tom Fitzgerald. Let's get his perspective. All right, guys, take it away. The life of a general manager is always a very busy one, but this last week has been particularly so for the Devils general manager, Tom Fitzgerald, who joins us today. Matt Loughlin along with Amanda Stein. Fitzy, thanks for giving us a few minutes of your time because it is so precious. Looking back, and well, maybe in a global perspective, take it from before the draft to now, but let's go from after the draft as you've added to the Devils organization with two trades and a free agent signing. If you could just discuss what you had hoped to accomplish coming into this period and where you feel the Devils are now after those moves. We feel we've got off to a good start. Um, I think patience is a a key to this, uh, key to the growth of our organization. Um, I don't want to look at today and not worry about tomorrow. My, my team and I were prepared. We were in, we were in our, our war room um, going through different scenarios and, and what players that made the most sense to us. Um, goaltending was the number one priority, as, as, as you know, to, to come out. Corey Crawford, you know what? He, he didn't really come on the scene until late because I think the, the whole hockey world would have thought he was going to re-sign with Chicago, retire, you know, get maybe get his, his jersey lifted to the banner. Uh, the night before, free agency, just, you know, luck would have it. Got a text from a general manager, and um, would you be interested in uh, Ryan Murray? So I called him, and we talked about it, and Yarmo and I, have, uh, and it just it just made too much sense not to, to do that and, and kind of check the box, another box of finding – a defenseman on the left side that can play in our top four. And again, these players, Janssen and, and, and Murray, are, are players that we've we've talked to their teams about. You know, Ryan Murray was a guy we talked about last year trading for, um, actually this past year. Um, and Janssen, we've always been, I've always been in touch with, uh, with Kyle Dubas, even going back to when, you know, he was going to move Kapanen or potentially move Janssen. So... But we feel with Andreas, he he can he can be that complimentary player to one of Jack or 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 Nico, um, and we're excited about that. So I'm I'm glad that Fitzgerald went into detail. Well, for, for, first before I give my analysis, I just want to say, Fitzy, when you're doing an interview, make sure your TV, your computer, your phone, whatever the case might be, make sure it is off. It doesn't matter if you're wearing headphones or not, or if your microphone is close to you. People can pick up on uh, certain feeds in the background. So that's why when I'm doing uh, an episode, when I'm recording my episode for my show, I always make sure that everything is off and I make sure my door is closed. So television is off. Uh, My phone is off or it's not totally off, but it's uh, set to mute. So that way, if I do get a notification, it won't bother my recording. So yeah, everything is turned off. So that way uh, my audience can't uh, listen to the feed. 
so I'm glad that you're listening to a hockey game and, you know, that's great and all. So I, I'm sure he's doing, I guess, some sort of scouting or watching some sort of film. But please, by all means, make sure everything is muted. You can wait after the interview. I'm just pointing that out there. Okay, now going on to what he said. I love how he was preaching about patience and patience is a virtue. As I said many times in this series, if you are trying to rush a rebuild, if you're trying to rush hurt, if you're trying to rush pain, you're actually just extending it, okay? You have to be patient and you have to cross a certain bridge once you get there. So I love how he was talking about uh, where we're at in terms of the New Jersey Devils, which is we're trying to be patient. And also, the Crawford story is pretty interesting. I knew that the Blackhawks didn't offer him anything because they just lost all faith in him due to his... Uh, you know, his past injuries and his uh, decline in play, he can still play, don't don't get me wrong, but he's just not the player he once was. So, you know, I'm glad that, um, you know, he went into detail what the situation was for Crawford. And like I said, one man's trash is another man's treasure, a diamond in the rough. So no one was offering Crawford anything because everyone was like, okay, we're, we're sure that he's going to go back to the Blackhawks, things of that nature. And, you know, I, I expect Crawford uh, not to be with the Devils too long. And in fact, after his two-year contract, is up. I wouldn't be surprised if he did what Fitzgerald just uh, hinted to, which is he might retire, he might hang up the cleats, and you know he might say, "This is it for me, boys." And you know what? That's all we need. We just need two years of great experience. And you know, Janssen, uh we we talked about how he will be a great asset for the New Jersey Devils, but like I said, the thing with Crawford and the thing with Janssen, they have playoff experience. Now, uh, Crawford does have championship experience, and that does go a long way because I feel like at the New Jersey Devils organization, we forgot to win. So Janssen was a great pickup and also the what he said about Murray was uh, pretty surprising I didn't know that they were targeting Murray uh in, in last year's uh trade deadline so or last season's trade deadline because you you get what I'm trying to say so uh, I didn't know Murray was a target and like I said I guess it's a low risk because we didn't give up much but like I said uh, usually when you don't give up much, there's always a catch. There's always a but. It's like uh, when you're reading a contract or you're looking over a contract and you said, this sounds too good to be true. Usually it is. Remember how we traded for Subban and we essentially uh, are now stuck with this contract because he's not playing at a certain level? Or, you know, what if uh, Murray uh, does stay long term, he gets hurt again, which he is prone to do. So, you know, that's just what I'm pointing out. But anyway, I, I love what Fitzgerald's answer was. And unlike most of the other interviewees that uh, Amanda Stein has done or Matt Loughlin has done, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're usually very brief. They're very vague. But I love how Fitzgerald just sat down with them and gave a detailed uh, response and a detailed interview with it. So really satisfied with that. Let's continue. Have you felt that having the extra cap space um, that not every team really has has allowed you to um, make these types of deals without giving up too much? You know, you're essentially taking contracts from other teams that can't fit them under and they'd probably want to keep those players. Well, we've always said, you know, if we can weaponize our, our, our cap space to improve our team, um, we would do it. And, you know, we did with, with the Murray trade and um, we did it uh, with Andreas uh, for a three-year deal. Um, if I can continue to use the cap space to, to really kind of put our, put our future in a, in a good spot, um, whether it's with draft picks or, or younger players, if that comes, comes my way, I, I'd like to take advantage of that. Um, because like I, I've said over and over again, like we know where we're, we're at as an organization and we're not going to go from zero to 60. We're going to do it the right way and we're going to compete. And uh, like, 
Lindy Ruff's not sitting there saying, we should go get Petriangelo. We should go get this guy. <laughs> he's not. He understands where we're at. And, and he's excited about that, as am I. Um, but to watch these young players grow um, at their pace um, will be fun. Um, but we have to, we, there's got to be a good support system around them, you know, and, and bringing Corey Crawford in um, and, and Ryan Murray um, and Andreas, you know, we've got, we've got some new blood. We've got, we've created competition. We've, we've plugged some holes um, and we'll continue to look, you know, what the market uh, dictates and stay patient. Again, another great answer from Fitzgerald and how to uh, build this Devils team around our young guys. So, like I said, the uh, cap space uh, really does help for New Jersey in this case. I covered this like months ago, like over the summer. So I forget when and where. So uh, just look back and see if... um, you know, if I said anything about it, I'm pretty sure it was uh, one of my first few episodes when I joined the Locked On Podcast Network. So, yeah, I covered uh, the NHL salary cap and uh, how it helps the New Jersey Devils in this case. So, yeah, uh, you give that a listen if you want to learn more about it because, you know, I'm kind of running out of time right now. So I can't really talk too much about it. So anyway, back to what I was discussing. So obviously Fitzgerald is being really smart here, even though the Devils do have potential to go out and get someone and, you know, just say we could sign this this or that and a third they're not going to do that even though the salary cap does work in their favor they're not trying to like contend so we, we we know that that's out the door i think everyone knew that was out the door so yeah um yeah that that's really smart to say just to sit down take our time it would have been funnier if he would have said uh yeah well we're not going to go from zero to a hundred because you know that 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 would have been a reference to drake like zero to a hundred real quick obviously i can't play the song due to copyright reasons but you know uh yeah that 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 would have been hilarious if he would have said something like that and uh yeah this is uh this is great just take your time so Go from zero to 60 and then to 100. So take your time. You got to find that middle ground. So you go from uh, A to B to C. Don't go from A to C unless you, you know, you're doing like a, I guess, a, a math problem. So, yeah, that's that's really smart from uh, Fitzgerald to do something like that. Um and I'm liking what they're building around our young guys. And he's right. We need a support system. And uh, Corey Crawford brings that with his championship pedigree because, you know, he's been to the Stanley Cup finals so many times, has won two with the Blackhawks. And um, also Janssen has been to the playoffs, a very young player, but still uh, he, he's been to the playoffs. And Murray, the former uh, second overall pick, and obviously he hasn't lived up to people's expectations, mostly not because of his fault or his uh, play style. It's just because he gets injured a lot. So, you know, that's unfair to judge him. So he can really help someone like Jack Hughes, who's kind of getting a lot of scrutiny from people, including me, I I admit it, for being really hard on him because, you know, he's the first overall pick and he's been the uh, statistically the worst first overall performing pick since the 90s. So we will actually cover that in a future episode. And remember, I saw Jack Hughes's little brother play uh, when they came to Adrian College to play our hockey team, and we actually beat them. And uh, I, I have to tell you guys a funny story. I almost got into a fight. I've been meaning to do that for quite some time. It's just uh, some things uh, come up, and you know, I've been very busy. So yeah, things things like that. So uh, I, I think it's a great support system we have, and it's a start. I'll give him that. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask. Obviously, you know, Corey Schneider was a very big part of this organization for quite some time. I imagine that was not an easy conversation to have to have with someone like Corey, who really truly through thick and thin embraced being a part of not just the New Jersey Devils, but the community in which he and Jill, his wife lived. 
you're, you're bang on, Amanda. And it was thus far in my career, the toughest call I had to make. Um, it was, it was extremely hard for me to make that call. Um, but you know, it, I wouldn't have made the call if I didn't feel it was the right thing to do for, for our team. This was, this was not about the person. It was not about the family. This was about, you know, what we needed to do on the ice. And that's what made it, you know, extremely hard. Um, but I felt it was the right decision. It is a business. There's a personal side to it, and sometimes they conflict. Uh, Tom, thank you very much uh, for spending some time with us. Uh, you've made that clear that it was a tough decision to make. But the others, listen, uh, it's all part of the building of this franchise, so thanks very much. Thanks, guys. Anytime. See you, man. Man, another way to uh, – just just a weird way to end an interview because you ask about Corey Schneider, and obviously that's a very touchy subject because, you know, we, we, we hear it in sports all the time that sports is a business and, you know, uh, you, you got to separate personal from uh, team relations and, you know, things of that nature. And, you know, no one's questioning that Corey Schneider is uh, a, guy, a good guy. No one's questioning that. No one's questioning that at all. We all know what he brought. We all know the effort. We all know what he means to New Jersey and the Devils organization. But unfortunately, we do have to make the tough decision. And, you know, ultimately, we had to release him. We've actually waived him a couple times, but he was just able to be sent down to the minors and didn't get any better. And, um, yeah, so uh, that that's a weird way to end a uh, an interview, and I wish Loglin uh, had more uh, uh, airtime to ask uh, to ask uh, Fitzgerald some more questions. But you know, uh, so I guess this is just basically an interview with Amanda Stein once again with Loglin, just uh, I guess playing hype man, I, I guess. But anyway, back to Corey Schneider. Yeah, uh, it, it's sad to see him go. It's sad to see him gone, and obviously, maybe it's not the way he would have liked his Devils uh, career to end. But ultimately, we did have to make the right decision to move our team forward in the right direction. And, you know, with what he was being paid and for how much longer was on his contract, we, we just couldn't wait that long. So, uh, yeah, we, we had to give his roster up uh, or his roster spot up to someone. And, you know, with Corey Crawford available, I guess the Devils just wanted to jump on it quickly. So, uh, yeah, that sucks. And uh, I wish Corey Schneider the best of luck and hopefully a, a team can uh, pick him up and uh if, if a team hasn't picked him up already, uh, yeah, let, 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 let's hope for the best for Corey Schneider. And, you know, let's see if he can turn his career around. I would love to see it. And um, I'm sure all of you would like to see it. So, yeah, that was basically the interview. Like I said, weird way to end it. But, you know, I'm okay with it. All right. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember, get out and vote. Go to the Prudential Center and vote. New Jersey is big on trying to vote. Listen, New Jersey is a small state. So, you know, it could really play a factor into um, the, the election. So. So, yeah, get out and vote, all right? Small states do matter. If you didn't think your uh, um, if you didn't think your state mattered that much, guess what? It matters in this case for the election. So get out and vote because the big states like Texas and uh, California, we kind of already know which one is going to go which. Like California, that's a blue state. Texas, that's a red state. You know, that's just given. But the small states play a huge factor. The Midwest plays a huge factor. So, yeah, get out and vote and try to make a difference. All right. Uh, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. I'll be watching the election process tonight. So, like the rest of America. So, except for my Canadian listeners, uh, I'm so glad you don't have to deal with it right now. It's it's pretty hectic. It's absolute bedlam in America right now. So, yeah, uh, you guys are lucky that uh, you have a prime minister. So, and that you don't have to worry about it. So, continue to stay safe and have a wonderful 
beautiful day in New Jersey. I will catch you in the next episode. And uh, let's see how the election goes tonight. And obviously, it won't be the main focus for an episode, but you know, we'll we'll discuss a little bit about it. If you, I know it's uh, sports is a way to escape, but you know, we 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 can't keep politics out of sports as as I stated. So yeah, I'll catch you in the next episode. Peace out.